and welcome to England <laughs> Rugby Banter. How good was that? <laughs> Just a cold <laughs> open, the best cold open we've had. Oh my god, that was, that was the coldest open I've ever heard. Oh, I'm so proud of it. Where was the countdown, Matt? What were you doing? Because I wanted Matt, to... you like, you I was so focused on that as well. I was watching, because I was, no, but that's the thing, Ben, so I've got the timer up, so I was just watching the timer count, and I hit it on eight, like, as it hit eight, boom, I was like, okay, let's do this. Sorry, um, it's Matt. It's um, go time. This, this yeah. is like, this is like, who cares if you're not wearing shoes, as long as you're on time, that's yeah, what counts, okay? one of those moments, and yeah, as you can hear, with that cold open, I'm joined by Alex and Ben. And obviously, because everything's a shambles already, less than a minute in, Adam's obviously not yet. Yeah. Uh, I assume Adam's, Adam, ra- Adam's, Adam's raising a child like, somewhere. Like mid, mid-episode shambles. Yeah. Ooh, like, he's we... always super tired at the beginning of the episode, but then, like, mid, in the middle of the, of the episode is when he just goes off the rails. Okay, we've been going for just over a minute. This is where Adam would be losing control right now. Yeah. One of us would have jumped in on his his introduction to one of the others by now, and yeah. it's all just going pear shaped for him. So in a way, we've we've saved a minute because we cut straight to the shambles. Yeah, but exactly. in another way, we've actually wasted two minutes. I mean, there's rugby on, so there there was re- actual rugby this weekend. So I feel like this is gonna be one of our famous four hour episodes. I mean, I've got no, I've got nowhere to be. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. We'll yeah, see if we can talk about the games for longer than... On Monday night, I don't know much else going on. No, fair. Okay, we well... don't talk about games anymore. That's not our new our new schematic. Well, Ben, I mean, if there are only two games, it'd be a okay, waste yeah, no, not to discuss it. We're talking about these games, I'm joking. Well, like, I, I can understand when there's <laughs> seven, ga- seven Super Rugby games a no weekend. Rugby for 12 weeks, then there's rugby, and we, just, and we just refuse to discuss it. We're like, we guys, apparently rugby the happened. There was there rugby. Was... Rugby happened, two teams won, two teams lost, one team didn't play. Move on. We're not even going to specify who did what. <laughs> um, exactly. If, if, you, like, uh, you, if you want detail, then go watch Squidge. Yeah, if you want detail and analysis, Squidge. Uh, how, how great is Squidge? Squidge? Squidge is just peaking more and more every day. Have you day, seen? Yeah. My favorite was, so there's another guy, um, another dude on Twitter does uh, call, um, no, uh, line break rugby. He tweets. And his favorite, my favorite tweet of oh, his yeah. was, has any has a tweet ever defined Squidge's like insight for the game and just sheer unluckiness in teams he support? And he quote tweeted Squidge saying, "This game is prime for a last minute drop goal victory." And Squidge is obviously very pro Chiefs right now. Because Gatlin. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. The wrong Gatlin. Did, did, did you see Squidge's um, tweet when he was like? I'm trying. I'm putting my face closer and closer to the screen because I'm trying to work out how to snort this game. <laughs> <laughs> Squidge yeah. is so good, guys. I feel like we've missed our window for getting him onto the onto the pod. Yeah, he's not too big for too us. Big now. Like, yeah, like I, I reckon we, big. I reckon we, we, be, we probably have better chance of getting like Rusty or Eddie Jones on than Squidge. Yeah, because yeah. I... remember, like beginning of the year, like we should let's let's dust this off because beginning of the year, Squidge organized our fantasy team names for us. Yeah. Yeah. So he did help us out, he but like, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way we can get anything more out of him at this point. I, like, I reckon if, if, if our, our salary league fantasy, our salary league names, just to I'll, I'll send them to him and see what he thinks. But some no, of them are pretty actually, bad. But, but yeah, let's just send him the best ones because some of okay. them are cuck, and you yeah. know who I'm talking about. I'm look. I'm just. I wonder if that's mine. Mine took two minutes. 
What? No, it's you know you know you know who I'm talking about, and I think Ant should feel bad about not briefing his introductions enough about this. Okay, mine took like two minutes, and you can tell what music I was listening to when I'm here. Yours, is, yours is good. I like it, man. Matt, you always come up with some bangers. Yeah. Fuck authority, like yeah. Uh, it was mid pro like I was reading up on the protests in the in the US, listening to various angry white people playing punk music, and yeah, it just was like, okay, okay, that's my name. Let's go. Also, I've managed to upset Adam in the WhatsApp group, so he's tweet he's WhatsApping, but he can't join us on this call just to just to highlight for everyone. Uh, I'm not even following that. I can't. I can only multitask so much. Like I'm, I'm busy playing Civilization Six and podcasting and drinking a beer. I can't chat on WhatsApp at the same time. That's, yeah, just no. That's ridiculous. So in the salary cap, he's posted there, quick poll, player A or B. So Ben, you're getting at least six emails tonight from Adam. Oh, I can't. <laughs> like, like, I don't know how you deal with it, Alex, honestly. <laughs> My favorite, uh, yeah. I, I had such a chuckle when you try to pass off the fines onto Ant. I was like, Ant, you preface <laughs> that by saying, Ant, just set up a separate Gmail account because he is going to fill your main one with fines. Yeah, like, oh, no, like... And Adam also sends you fines that are, like, so much work. It's like, yeah, <laughs> please, please find the manager who owned the most blues in week seven or whatever. It's like, how am I meant to find this information, yeah. Adam? I'm actually going to try... I'll just carry on with the pod, but I'm going to try some of the fines Adam submitted and just kind of envision how much work they'll be for the... Um, just look at the... But why? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's funny. That's fair. Okay. Um. um speaking so of. So where were we on that rugby pod we were supposed to be doing? Um. Let's say we move on to some news, because not okay. not much in the news sphere happened. Let's talk one interesting transfer, and that is that Jake White clearly loves a sort of mid mid twenty tens Stormers player, and has signed. <laughs> Stormers and Wasps. I think it's Wasps. Legend. Yeah. <laughs> Nizam Kar. Uh, once again, you you know my views on this that the word legend is overused. I specifically used it. Uh, uh, overused it there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, think either franchise would. Why claim does, him as a what? What's he gonna do with Nizam Kar? Unless yeah. my big, the only my big conspiracy now that I've been formulating is that Jake is doubling down on us going to Pro 14, and he's getting all these guys who are used to playing in the Northern Hemisphere to just get that mindset there that the Bulls can at least hit the Northern Hemisphere running. But that 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 oh, requires no. fucking vision from Jake White. But okay, still. no, but Honor Burt is an Honor Burt is a number eight. Dwayne's yeah. a number eight. He's and he's a he's a pure number eight. He's not like a you know a, a, a seven a six eight or seven uh, eight. Yeah, I mean, I could, I think that you could probably like I've seen less, there. I've seen less seven sevens playing seven. Does that make sense? I mean, I've yeah. I've not seen a team of sevens team of sevens. It seems unbalanced and they get run around. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. Sia Khaleesi playing seven, I don't think you lose much. Like, it's not too different from playing on a at seven. Yeah. 
but the thing is the thing is they don't need to because they've already got like jason jenkins at seven um yeah. i assume he's so gonna like, they're gonna focus him on block yeah. cover yeah i mean who have they got at the moment actually but, he, but even if even if they play even if they play on a board at seven they're still playing Dwayne from United 8 and they're playing yeah. is, uh, ISCOM Mark Griffin oh, yeah. start at 6 Dwayne so like best case what scenario Nizam Khan makes the bench Yeah. More, more likely you're playing Jason Jenkins at 7 on a board on the bench and then why did you just sign Nizam Khan like I don't know and then they still have guys like Abongila Nankantwana yeah, and like a few other yeah it just doesn't make sense to me for it yeah especially because no dude it, it's also it's it's a proper it's a proper fuck off to to uh, young guys as well. Yeah. It's like Uncle Kwana, he's he's fine to um, like you know he'll be happy to play uh, to bench for a season or two, but he won't be happy to you know not be in the, uh, not be in the starting team, not being the no. twenty three for a season or two. Yeah, and like the way the way things are going at the moment, particularly like with a lot of players using this as an opportunity to like cash in and move on i would fully expect a guy like him to be like on the phone to his agent and saying like look what's out there for me and if there's nothing out there then yeah you, you suck it up and you sit tight but like a lot of guys are going to use this as an opportunity to just move on um, yeah. and i mean we've already seen it with like with libok like that's exactly why libok left when um you know more stain and um fuck you did they bring in i've gone completely blank uh, who do they bring in now? Don't they have another fly half they brought in? Anyway, like with Mornay yeah. coming in and Jake White basically telling him like, oh, Lebok, you're not going to start ahead of Mornay Stain. Yeah. And then, and also with like Cleo Aplon coming well, in. Well, with Cleo Aplon, I think, to say, listen, you're not, you're you're not, not going to play fullback right? 15, yeah. Yeah, but like, and then, you know, with Warwick Galant then moving on, it just seems like a lot of guys are using this as an opportunity to make moves that they otherwise mm-hmm. wouldn't have considered as strongly. Yeah. So, like, I just think Jake White, like, with a signing like this, where it's, like, it's this obvious redundancy, I think. You're just asking for guys like Nakotwana to just move on, which I think is kind of a dick move. Yeah. So, we'll yeah. see. I mean, look, the Bulls, I think, of, of all the fan bases, I think they... Well, maybe not all the fan bases. The Sharks would probably... The Sharks fan base are probably the most prepared to accept mercenaries in exchange for results. Yeah. Um, if you you know maybe if you're a Sharks fan, you might not think that's an insult. Uh, I can assure you that it is. But you know, I think after that, Bulls fans might be second best. I think they're the the next most likely to accept. They just because they just want to win so badly. They're so competitive. Well, we 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 often we often talk about this. Like, how how do you think, you know, like the you know if you're sitting there in Ritz or whatever, and your team has like seven South Africans in it, if you actually feel the same amount of pride as you would if. Yeah you know, the team was, you know, completely homegrown. So it yeah. is kind of, I guess, we, we're bringing the argument local. Well, it's obviously a lesser yeah. a lesser argument, but yeah, still. Yeah, for sure. But still, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. The Bulls are... Anyway, we'll right see. Right. I, 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 mean, I don't seen... think it's a particularly smart signing. I think they need other things more than they need a Nizam car. But, yeah, if that's what they want to do. Maybe, so you know, if you, if you got the money to spend it, kind of thing yeah, know, but doesn't anyone does everyone not have the money is also the point right now like aren't, aren't we supposed well, to be shouldn't have the money for anything no but, well the bulls are packed by fucking Motepe. yeah but aren't mm. you supposed to be cutting down on 
salaries and numbers of players as well right now? Wasn't that also the directive from no, Saru that you remember that we I were thought, capping? I thought that I thought that was just a, a roundabout way to get rid of Johnny Quitzer. <laughs> no, not even that. Like before COVID and all this, where they're like they're capping like how many professional contracts they're going to be. Yeah, didn't they that. say you only allowed 40, 45 professionals in a squad? Or, yeah, no, the Bulls seem. We all know the Bulls. They love a schoolboy, so like they seem to be the least likely team to be needing to pull in all these old boys. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So should we? Next piece of news. Should we speak? Talk about actual news or something more in our wheelhouse first? Uh, let's do the actual news and just get it out the yeah, way. Then, then pick the low hanging fruit off. Okay. Actual yeah. news is that uh, Rugby Australia actually did manage to sign a one or a rest of the year deal with Fox, like a week before before the Super. Rugby, oh fuck, let's practice. Aotearoa. No? Bad? Aotearoa. Aotearoa. I'm still saying it too slowly. Aotearoa. Yeah. (laughs) I'd trip over the roar at the end. Yeah, me too. Anyway, so yeah, well done on Australia on actually managing to get it onto the air. Too bad it's through Fox and it's an interim contract. it's fucking like there should be an inquiry about what the shit that went down there because it's because Australia rugby it's a pseudo government organization base it you know it's like quasi statal in a way it gets government mm. funding I think yeah so the, like to me it's what what happened there this is like it's a complete you know like I think we discussed this before but there should be a commission about this because to yeah. me it's complete bullshit what's happened how they basically got got rid of Raylene Castle to get themselves a, a cushy little, you know, to kind yeah, of clear no. the way for them to buy the broadcasting rights. That's it's interesting because the deal is also, I think, as far as I saw, only for this for the, re- the remainder of this year slash season. So it's New Zealand 20, Aussie 20, and then that's it because I don't think we're going to be seeing internationals this year. Yeah, because yeah. I think oh, every, the, no, I think the guys who are playing, they're not. Go, I think crossing borders is going to be a bit much still. So we might get a Curry Cup still by the end of this year, but that's about it. I think maybe up north, but I think it's all going to be domestic stuff until the end of the year. Mm. I don't think we're yeah. going to see traveling. Okay, and and they and they would they obviously wouldn't want the broadcasting rights for Curry Cup because you know. Curry Cup is what's made Australian rugby shit. Yeah, yeah. watching SA That would just be wrapping salt in the wound. <laughs> yeah, it would be, yeah. And, and it's also what got the Sudwells kicked out of Super Rugby. So. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Todd Brown. Sorry. That was actually this but week. It, Todd Brown. Also, may, may or may not be responsible for coronavirus, just generally. No, we, we. that's our next piece of news. We know what's responsible for coronavirus. Yeah, that's the next piece <laughs> of news. So, should we move on to that? Have we spoken enough about Australia? No, have we, no, have we disenfranchised? The, the, new, the new rule for Australia. Oh, rugby. Australia, yeah, with their tournament, sorry. Yeah. So, besides the... What, uh, guy, guys only? Yeah, what? Uh, no, no girls allowed. All that too. <laughs> um, they're also going to be, besides, over and above, because they're pretty much doing all the rules that New Zealand's using, so... The bring a guy on after 20 minutes with a red card and the golden point. They're also introducing the 50-20 rule for kicking, which 
explain how far do you have to kick for me again? You've got to kick from your own so, half so if, into if their you, 22. You, yeah, basically, if you're in your half and you kick into their 22 with a bounce, I think it is. Yeah, that's what I know. With a bounce, obviously, okay. obviously, with a bounce. Then, then you get the line out. Which is a bold call for a country, country like Australia with no locks. I mean, it's not yeah, an attacking so, platform. So the, the, the idea, we've, we've talked about this briefly, but basically the idea is that you're always going to have to, because normally what you do when you're defending in your own, or well, in your opposition half, you defend with a 14-man line. Yeah. But now you've, you're effectively going to have to drop both wings back to like guard the 22s. Or, or yeah. maybe not the wings. Maybe you'll drop an eighth man and a wing or whatever. Yeah, like keep your but, uh, fullback um, or someone. Else. Yeah. So you, you, yeah. So effectively, you're going to be attacking 15 against 12. So you should, it should lead to more sort of line breaks. But obviously, once they cross the halfway line, that no longer becomes a threat. And I presume it's based on where the ruck is, not where the breakdown is, not where the yeah, because player I think... kicks from. If you know. What, because yeah, yeah so or you can back. just sort of carried back was definitely yeah, going to be. I effective. presume will be a similar thing to like remember in varsity. I think they still have that when you can score like a a seven point try or whatever, and it happens where the the phase initiated or there's, there'll be some sort of we'll need some clarification on that. They really need to ditch that rule in in, in varsity cup, by the way. Did you see it like it came back to bite them? Because they, yeah, like, there were there were like, actual log implications for whether like points difference. They had to recalculate their points difference after a game, because like uh, a point, a try was counted as more than it ought to have been, uh, because and it, it actually it ended up counting. Actually, I think it, it might have changed the result entirely. But but, so but, is it, but that's a, because say, say hypothetically, like then you need you need an extra official. A, a like player, whose a job player, is literally player, to mark where that line is. Hmm. Yeah, like, you know, don't don't make a rule if you can't. Because once the whistle's blown, that's the, to me, that's the final result. You know, the fact the audit signed, like you're done. Yeah. 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 Like you can't, um, it's, it's like saying, oh no, actually, say, say hypothetically a kick went under the poles, but the, both the linesmen said, okay. And then like a day later, someone realizes and they say, oh no, actually this changes everything. Like that wouldn't happen. You, you can't do that. Like, yeah. That's you, you the, stick that's with the ref call. It's the same thing, like, you know, say hypothetically we go back to the Owen Farrell shoulder charge on uh, on Esterhazen. Yeah. And then they say, oh, actually, you know what? That's a red card. Like, they probably would have got the penalty. Okay. The impact they wanted to... But I don't think that we should do it. I don't think it's a desirable outcome. Does that make yeah, sense? Oh, I don't, it's, it's one of these things where you don't... Because if, a, say, say like a five-meter scrum, generally you're not going to see pretty rugby from a five-meter scrum. A try resulting from a five-meter scrum isn't going to... Like the team's going to get the wheel, they're probably going to send the eight, then they're probably going to go six or seven phases with the forwards and score. Yeah. That that that's your typical five meter scrum try, yeah. Or or they they get advantage and then they chuck it out to the wing who maybe scores, yeah. Those are sort of your your two your two scenarios. They're not running a move. They're not running a backline move straight off that scrum. Yeah, probably not. Unless they've got but, something like if yeah, they if they figured out like a crossfield kick that they could do or something. 
but you wouldn't unless you had advantage because your field position is too good. You wouldn't you wouldn't waste that. Yeah, probably not. But if you saw that they got that they like they left their wing exposed, <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it yeah. happen. Yeah, but, but it's, it's pretty unlikely. You know, it's it's one in one in thirty better. Sure, sure. Yeah, but yeah. the now this goal line dropout thing creates loads of loads of uh, cool like scenarios because mm. theoretically, if they goal line dropout and a kicker catches it, he can just drop kick it straight back and get a probably quite a likely three points because you know it's distance wise it's pretty much the same. Or it's yeah. going to create. Or you're going to catch it and you're going to counterattack with a lot more space than you would with a normal 22 dropout or, a, or like a kickoff or a clearance or whatever. So I, I quite like it. Well, I don't, I'll tell you why I don't like it because I think what, this, what they're basically saying is, you know, okay, so you almost scored a try. That's the scenario. You almost scored a try. What, you, what happens now? We are going to kick the ball back to you in a, in a very attacking position. Because we want to see you dance, we want to see you score a try. You dance, know? monkey, dance. Exactly. Like it's like, oh, we want to see Rennie Rugby. We want to see you score a try. We don't want to see the forwards pushing against each other in a scrum and getting like a short range try. It's like, it's like a millennial wrote this law and was like, not even a millennial, like a zoomer. And they That's were like, really, yeah. ah, scrums are so boring. I just want to see, I just want to see Rennie Rugby. I just well, want to see Rennie like, Rugby. I guess, I guess it's, it's like, like it's like twenty twenty cricket or whatever. yeah that, exactly that's, that's exactly someone, what it feels like someone should, someone should tell those people about sevens rugby they'll fucking love it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's the thing like i i think you know like i don't think there's anything wrong with getting a push over a scrum try i don't think there's anything wrong with an eighth man break um i don't think it like personally i don't find it boring to see a short range try and if there's a sense of inevitability about it well then good because the team that's attacking was like one hand away yeah, from scoring a try in the first place. So like, it should be pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Not easy, but like, you know, why? Like, why should you create like more steps for them to go through to get the result that they were on the verge of getting anyway? I don't know. Like, it just it just feels like people are bored seeing this happen and want want it to be spiced up, which they're entitled yeah, to. I don't let, mind. Do not let, let Australia fuck up their rugby. No, uh, um, but the problem is, like, um, trialing something like this is there's almost a sense of inevitability in it. Then, like, trialing no, it in, I like, don't, I don't think I don't. It's it, it it's too gimmicky. Like, and it won't work in the northern hemisphere as well because the conditions don't suit that sort of mm. like that sort of thing. Like, it'll work on it'll work in like South Africa and Australia where it's quite hard and not very wet. Yeah. But it it won't work under you know your your soggy soggy Tuesday in Newcastle or whatever. <laughs> um, but also just something it's going to change the way teams attack a bit, I would say, because you know we talk about sort of the forwards going ten phases two meters from the line. You're probably not going to risk that anymore because your chances of being held up are quite a lot higher. Mm-hmm. Then I guess what are you going to do? No. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see our teams approach it at least. Let's say that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, maybe I'm wrong. Like, maybe I'll get sucked into it just as much as anyone. But I don't, I don't know. I just, I just you're think a, you're, uh, you're like, a grumpy fucker. And when your mind's made up, it's normally made up for good. I don't know about that. I think I'm pretty. You can pretty you change your change your opinion based on new information. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. I'm the uh, the rational consumer. But <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I I just think. Um, Oh, fuck, that's what I was going to say. So, I mean, yeah, so I, what, what annoys me is when we start tinkering with these kind of flashy rules 
as mm. Ben would call them, luxury rules. Like it's a luxury rule. No one's no one's identifying the five meter scrum as like a reason why rugby's dying in Australia. You know. Uh, like, that being said, I mean, there's Curry, probably about three three think pieces we've missed out on. <laughs> in Australia, so. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like you know, this weekend, and we'll we'll talk about it just now. We saw what the impact of of actually refing the rules properly can be, and the, the penalty count I think shows that. But like in a game where we every single game, like I don't think I've watched a game where you haven't been able to complain about side entries to the ruck, um, you know, other ruck infringements, not skew really line out throws, skew feeding at the scrum, uh, like. Scrum off's not using it within five seconds. Um, you know, players being offside. Like, there are so many things wrong with the application of the existing laws, but people still want to fuck around and come up with new fancy frilly laws to, you know, to, to excite the, the kids at home that they're trying to attract the sport. And, I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe I am a bit of a curmudgeon, like you said, Ben. But, like, I feel like you, you, you shore up your base first before you start attracting new people. And yeah. the rugby union base is not happy at the moment. And talk of, of making it more like rugby league to attract people who are into that. I just feel like you're going to end up losing what you had to begin with and gaining nothing. Because yeah. no one's going to come across from league at this point. No, no like like league. Like they've committed to their own life. We don't need fewer scrums. We just need better scrums. Yeah. Yo, that, that sort of, that's kind of whenever there is a rules debate, you know, when people are suggesting this fucking laser thing to enforce the offside line <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And and every time there's a debate like this on Twitter, I just say rugby doesn't need new rules. It just needs the current ones to be enforced properly. And that's yeah. something I think we're going to bring up very soon. Oh, yeah, sorry. In the next 10 to 15 news, minutes. There's going to be a laser that shoots the scum <laughs> off or something. No, but I mean, just uh. speak that, that argument about, you know, um, the rules being enforced. I think that's going to be one of the big talking points of our two discussions over the games and the breakdown rules. Yeah. I think before we get to that, I think what we need to discuss first, one last chance, is that Parise has signed a contract extension in a last ditch to get a to get a goodbye game out of the world and yeah i think god's pretty much tired of him by now i mean what is he doing he threw a hurricane at him he threw COVID at him like he's trying his fucking best and Paris is just not getting the getting the the hint <laughs> so um, yeah, well, we, i stress all, i stress things are know. only gonna get worse because he's not signed the well, contract. Well, we, we all know the, the slippery slope to COVID started when Harambe died. We can all That's agree true. with that. No yeah. fair. True. Um, uh, you... Sorry, guys. I've, I've, the, the, the fire of Gondor has been lit. I need to go change a nappy. Uh, good luck. Uh, ben, okay. ben, ben, ben and I will vamp. We'll vamp for a couple of seconds. Yeah, we, we, we'll talk about Harambe. And how well, do you want there. to know? I he saw... Wasn't... Speaking of Harambe, like that era, I saw... Someone saw a, some mathematician said they actually miscounted when they did the Mayan calendar and the actual end date wasn't supposed oh, the, the Mayan calendar thing. Yeah, that the end of the world, the end date wasn't 2012, but actually next week. So this could be our second last episode for everyone. Oh, shit. Yeah, that, that well, isn't this, isn't this our, oh no, we, we had our 200th recording the other day. Yeah, we 200 piece of daily. content. But this is like a, but it's like after splitting up all our 
for our previews and all that and when we were doing like three a week and all that so this is like a hundred and something 130 something actual episode yeah actual episode yeah so we're not too bad oh that's good um yeah well that's not a bad number to go out on like no. cause, mm-hmm. know, this prove that we've done it now. long enough just shy of three years pushing to like halfway in three years um yeah should we move on to the next should, because yeah alex wants to do that quiz with us but let's start discussing how good it was actually watching rugby oh, no, maybe maybe alex wants yeah it was a pleasure and I, i'm i'm glad new zealand started because i feel there was a lot of a lot of pressure you know like in like in high school when yeah. everyone was giving orals and you had to give the first oral yeah and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm glad i'm glad they did it because i'm worried i'm worried if they got like curry cup or whatever and like the first game back on after covid was like cheetahs grick was you know like build a board build the bulldogs versus griffins or whatever yeah and no. then the world would be like fuck south africa's not that good at rugby like they just have one good team like yeah pretty much so, so. Yeah. I'm um, also, yeah, I would have definitely had been the Curry Cup opener of World Rugby in, in the oral situation. I definitely wasn't in New Zealand. A, aren't you a lawyer, Matt? Yeah, but do you think I actually prepared any orals at school? I, won, I winged it. I don't know. I don't know what kind of academic you were, Matt. I presume you were fine. But... I was sufficient. I did, I did enough to get through with, without needing to stress too much. No, that's that's kind of the optimal intelligence level that you can get through school without working too hard. Yeah, I performed sufficiently. I feel is how to put it. No, that that that's that is the perfect like level of intelligence that you can kind of, and then if you want to try a bit, you do well. That's yeah. the that's the sweet spot. Pretty much. Um, so, yeah. so what, let's for anyone who doesn't know the games this weekend, first game was Highlanders and Chiefs in Dunedin and the second game which I admit I didn't watch live I had to watch and I could only find highlights of later because yeah I'm still not used to waking up half past five the second game Blues Hurricanes in Auckland although that's good because we sort of like uh, we kind of like when a when a man who has his left foot amputated meets a man who's had his right foot amputated and then they can share shoes because I I didn't watch the first game I was playing golf <laughs> I was supposed it's like late morning yeah. for you already. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was I was well well underway by then. Yeah, hmm. I, I was I was actually a bit worried that um, COVID had taken all the birdies from this world because it took me twenty eight holes to get a birdie since the <laughs> golf courses have been open. Which, Jesus, was, was it a great was it a great performance by Ben? But yeah, Jesus Ben, that's what like to like halfway through your second game no yeah, the 10th the 10th hole of my second round was when i got my first birdie since COVID. jesus ah uh, that's not yeah, good man so lockdown treated you badly no like like my golf my golf actually was all right i just wasn't i was getting like pause i just wasn't i don't know i just couldn't couldn't drain that that final sort of that birdie putt it was a bit frustrating so well, the one thing you could have practiced during COVID was your short game, your putt game. Yeah, I could have, but I, I chose not to. I, I chose to think about just smashing driver, which you know I feel I feel is also the play. 
No, fair enough. Okay, um. No, I, I had a I had a net which I was hitting balls into. Oh, okay, you one of those. No, oh, cool. Um, I think yeah. I don't yeah. know if I don't know where Alex is. I think we may, we may as well move on. We may as well carry yeah, on discussing. Alex, Alex wants Alex wants to quiz us. Though. Apparently, they, well, yeah. there was a quiz released, and he said he's going to ask us it on air. And yeah. I'm a bit nervous. I don't know about you, man. I uh, look as I said, I don't have the credibility to lose credibility, so. I'm going into it fairly relaxed because you can't get less credible than I am right now. Well, Adam's not super credible, to be honest. Hey, look, Adam Adam hasn't brought up the AJ Fenter saga on, <laughs> on air. <laughs> Adam, Adam did kill Kuni, though. Yeah, look, Adam did kill Kuni. Um, yeah, so let's discuss. So, of the highlights, so what I want to do, let's see, what I hinted at was the enforcement and the breakdown rules. And just something that everyone sort of commented on as well, that how many penalties there were and how interesting, how sort of refreshing it was to see the rules enforced. Because I think it's still a novelty for everyone. Yeah, like, because when, once the, the players caught on, like, oh, shit, we get it. Cheap as the ball was flying out the rucks, eh? Because, yeah, who who got nailed? Was it Par- Perry Perry Parkinson who came in at, like, 3 o'clock? on one of the scrums and got nailed for a side entry. And I think from that moment, the penny, like the penny dropped. And that was like late in the first half, the penny dropped. Yeah, but I, I still think, I still think they were close on like 30 penalties. Oh, no, they definitely were. It was a ridiculously high amount. Like, they were definitely like 30-something penalties. It, like, if either team relied on their kicker more, we would have seen a much higher scoreline from Oaks just smashing over penalties. Penalties, right? Yeah, like I guess if if Pollard and France Stain were playing, it could have been a because I mean, yeah, you know, like 40, 45 in threes. Because yeah, I mean, what, Forsyth Bath is designed for that shit with its cover. Yeah, uh, Highlanders were unlucky. I don't know. If, they, I don't know they had to rely not, on Mitch Hunt. But it's basically like Mitch Hunt. I thought played all right actually. He didn't do too badly, but yeah, who was it? Ant said he's got. The most uncomfortable, Ant or someone said he's got the most uncomfortable looking kick where he like is displacing his hip every time he t- tries to slot one over. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, so sorry. So, should we? Yeah, so I don't know. I enjoyed that game. What did you think? What? No, yeah, I thought, uh, um, yeah, a good game. Um, hit the ground running. It didn't have as much, there were a few sort of moments where you're like okay these guys have had some time off but generally they they put they hit the ground running to a larger set considering they've only been practicing properly for the last kind of three or four weeks yeah less than a month and yeah i also i'm gonna say uh the finish of the game i think was almost a perfect finish for like just a planet starved of live sport and rugby the way that game finished with the sort of the two drop goals the one just edging into the victory and then then the coach's son from the other team just lobbing one over to finish the game yeah fuck you like like i like, can't make it up that's that is like a movie fucking storyline it was so good oh and uh i also i also realized something and i think i need to apologize to the listeners last week i said i support the blues because last week i did believe i supported the blues yeah but then when I was watching the Blues, they were playing, you know, they were playing really nice rugby, but, but I just couldn't care. bring myself to support them. Yeah. No, I didn't care. Like, I, I, I liked the, the sort of the spectacle of it, but I didn't feel like the support. But where I did feel that support is actually the Highlanders. Ooh, so ooh you're joining I, Phil. Yeah. Yeah, I think 
fool be happy to hear. I think I'm actually a Highlanders fan. Oh, and me, I'm on my losing streak as usual. I'm a Chiefs fan. <laughs> I'm proud to say that I've already <laughs> lost the game this season, so I'm, I'm doing well. <laughs> You'd already lost games with the Saddles this season. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm back on my bullshit. I'm sorry for the rest of New Zealand, but the Chiefs are fucked this season. I'm throwing, I'm throwing yeah. my towel in. Actually, yeah, they were, didn't who pronounce it? They're like Hamilton is gonna have to change their name as well now as well. So like, yeah, I'm sorry guys, the Chiefs are changing. Oh, I'm back. Oh. Um, Alex, I had a, I had a revelation, and it affects you because remember last week I said I'm supporting the Blues. Yes, I remember that. I uh, when I was watching the Blues, I really, I just couldn't, I couldn't feel it. Oh. But where I did feel it's actually the Highlanders, so I'm sorry, I'm I'm I'm, pre- I'm jumping ship before you know I commit too much to one team. So I'm is actually now. Just, is this is this Glory supporting? How's it Glory supporting? <laughs> the Blues won as well. Yeah, but they didn't win as gloriously. They didn't win in like some heartbreaking drop goal from like yeah. 35 meters out. Like he was deep. <laughs> Gatlin was deep Alex, for that. Alex, goal. Alex, how how long have you known me? I don't know. I mean, Ben, I understand, but uh, it just it seems convenient that you suddenly start start supporting the Highlanders after they win. Well, yeah, if I if I wanted convenience, I would have ditched the lies years ago. <laughs> but I mean, maybe like in your old age, you're realizing that life's too short. Life's too life's short too to short. support them. Life's too support short. To... <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you, my life's a lot shorter. It's going to be a lot shorter supporting the lies. I swear they're going to give me a heart attack one day. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, sorry. Any, okay. Anyway, so so I, yeah, I'm moving my moving my chip to the to the Highlanders. Okay. I'll, I'll let you know Fair what enough. I feel next week. Okay, next I'm week, looking next, forward to it. Next, next week, week they they got to buy it, so they they can they can uh, they can use their buy to to cement my support. Well, let's see how they do on the socials. Let's see how badly they do on a bye weekend. Somehow they lose a game no, over in but, the bye. But also, like I don't, yeah, but like for example, I hate the line social media. I'm like, oh. Horrible. Well, yeah, we, I think we all do. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't. That except blocked you. Well, in my case, it's just reciprocated. <laughs> did, did you did you block them? Okay, now, as well out of spite. I I might as well. I mean, I don't get anything out of it. Out of it. Well, fuck you too. Book anyway. Yeah. Um. So Alex, we were discussing the finish to the uh, so, the fact that New Zealand started rugby for everyone was the perfect. And Ben had the analogy of. They're the smart kid going first during orals, and it sets the tone for the rest of us. Had it nice. been Australia or SA, I think we would have flubbed it with a Curry Cup derby. Definitely. And Australia, yeah, being Australia. And then the finish is essentially you couldn't have written a better sort of movie finish to that first game of rugby being back. And mm-hmm. that everyone commented it was refreshing to be seeing breakdown rules being enforced. Anything else you want to add? No, I think the last one was the the one I really wanted to nail home. Like, because a lot of people, including the commentators, were like critical, like critical of the refs. Yeah. And I think and like basically being like, oh, you know, let the boys play kind of thing. Um, that's and the biggest I, I thought it was bullshit. Like I thought, yeah, I thought the the refs were doing a fantastic job. Um, not just in terms of blowing the, the rules, but also just communicating. Like I thought they communi- communicated so clearly every single penalty. Yeah. You knew exactly what it was for, and like who who was responsible, um, yeah, and they, like 
you were told like not to do it again basically no there was that Frizzell so, one where he like crawled and the ref said no 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 you were tackled there that's where the yeah. rock was supposed to be yeah you get one movement and like that's it so i like i thought it was fantastic by the the refs um and yeah like well done to new zealand i'd be lying if i if i if i said i hadn't googled how to emigrate to new zealand in the last couple of weeks and um, how, how's the yeah. process looking uh my my skills do not seem to appear on any of the, on any of their high demand lists ah shit do they not want lawyers no, you're gonna have, got a lot of lawyers. Yeah, you're gonna have to do. I think you have to is do. It, one is of it those... one of those countries that are so smug and they need like garbage collectors and like hobos and stuff? Like, <laughs> no, well, I mean, no, garbage sorry, collectors. Our, our all... streets don't. Our streets don't have enough hobos. People are donating millions to charity, but nothing's wrong with our society, kind of thing. Ben, I mean, they kind of do need garbage collectors because they just end up in the All Blacks. Oh yeah, that, that's that, but that's that's the main path to All Blacks: is garbage collector or nightclub bouts. Yeah. There's massive brain drain yeah. in uh, in New Zealand from their their basic services to their sports. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, um, and that's something I can offer them. I can offer them stability. Exactly. Because <laughs> I I can guarantee them that I won't get called up to any any local sport clubs anytime soon. <laughs> but you can't unless, offer unless them. They're they're really, offer them. Really, unless they're really bad at squash, like if they're terrible, terrible at squash. That would no, be the best thing play. to discover that New Zealand just has an Achilles tendon, <laughs> like an Achilles heel at squash. <laughs> just it's like yeah. they like culturally, it's just like a sports blind blind spot. Yeah. Like you take what someone like Bert Barrett, who's like a scratch golfer, or like Geordie Barrett, who's like a, could have been a black cap, you know, all black, could have played for like the, the football team, like probably like nails every bullseye in, in darts or whatever. And then you put him on a squash court and suddenly his hands are just made out of feet. Yeah, and he just like hits himself or yeah. hits the ball. <laughs> like at someone... himself with... Oh god! This is is a shambles already. Maybe it'll it'll be one of those things where it's like your rugby style would just be something like unexpected to them. Remember when, (laughs) when um, Gerard van der Geefer like managed to somehow outwit Israel Folau? Just because yeah. Israel Folau expected him to like just actually go play inside, and he, yeah. and, he, and he inexplicably went outside, and it's somehow maybe it'll be like that, Alex. Just your your crazy decision making. You're just so anyway, that making was... the wrong call. <laughs> I don't yeah. make decisions in rugby, but you've never seen me play rugby. Well, you have seen me play rugby, but not. Recently. I've only seen you play touch. I've never seen you play proper rugby, actually. Oh, didn't you? Uh, I guess yeah. So I think because I, I was playing. Um, like Corsese, like the internal internal league, I guess before you got to UCT. Yeah. Well, not very often. Like I was on, the, I was usually on the bench. Okay. But um, you, you were on the bench for Marquard. Hey, we we were pretty good. Pretty sure yeah, we beat. Really. I'm pretty sure we beat Turtles. Like, with, I mean, maybe you guys won in like 2009, 10 when you were still there. But when I was well, there, by, Marquard, by, by the time I was playing, like, it was a big surprise if Marquard had 15 players. Yeah, we were organized in our year. Um, we had like the Gowies center, um, twelve thirteen. It's all, when you got twins at twelve thirteen, like you know you're good. Yeah, because you can just run all kinds of switch moves, and the the guys, the opponents just don't know what's cooking. See, that's the kind of that's the kind of IP I can bring to New Zealand rugby because they don't have any twins, twins at twelve thirteen. Well, Josh and Jack. So, well, they have a twin at thirteen, so they just need to move Josh to twelve. Yeah, but he needs to move clubs first. Oh yeah. Gonna be the well, fuck, they, they, they split up the Barretts. They only yeah, have one white lock. They only have one white lock left. 
See, that, wouldn't have, that wouldn't have divided happened on my, my watch. Countries. Yeah, like. That wouldn't have happened on my watch. I wouldn't have let them split up twins. Like, everyone yeah. knows in fantasy, you get multiplier for twins. Like, there's, they're mad split yeah. twins. Well, not and twins. Even, so even, even bonus third twins, like Josh Ioni. I was yeah, going to say, exactly. are, are the Ionis the only sort of rugby family still playing together in New Zealand right now? Uh, I think I think so, because the Umaga Jensen's are split up. There's one at the Highlanders, there's one at the Canes. You're the Fred. The, the Leonard, Leonard Browns, the Browns are, split. are split up. Yeah, Dan's at the Highlanders. Um, obviously, the Barretts are all over the place. The White Locks are all over the place. These um, are split as discussed. So yeah, the Iwanis yeah. besides Josh. There must there must be a few others. I'm trying to think who the other sibling. Uh, there must people, be some. There are people yelling at us now, like like Willemse and Samuels, they're just completely <laughs> far foreign surnames from each other. Just like no, but they're siblings. Yeah. Remember. Well, it's like I mean, my favorite one of those is um, is Nemanja Nadolo's brother. Who's you guys know that it's right. No, I'm blanking on this. You, you guys don't know the money that dollars brother. No, but it's, well, it's like Henry Spate or something. Uh, I mean, it's not Henry Spate. <laughs> but it's, it's similar to Henry Spate. Well, I mean, it's a Fijian if that's what you mean, because yes. Exactly, it's, like, it's Henry Spate. Well, <laughs> it's, not Henry. <laughs> it's not Henry Spate. Um, but... I'll give you a hint. His, na- his surname's Kuradrani. Oh shit! Okay, that's exactly it. <laughs> Tavita or not, Henry? But it's not Tavita Kurudrani. It's it's Karisi oh, or Chris. Chris, Chris, the, Chris, Chris the yeah. other yeah, one that's the thing. That, that's what gets most people. As I said, basically Henry Spade. Great job, Ben. <laughs> well, ben. I'm pretty sure that's racist. I'm not uh, racist. It's just they're the similar players. Are they? Speaking uh, of, well, did, did you guys mention Henry Spade's left? Left the Reds? No, no. I don't, I don't, I don't. Did he leave the Reds? Sure. It's, it's on. It's Do on draft the rugby. They. They Do put the on the casualty ward that it, he's gone. To, he's gone to Birrits, but I don't know if he's actually gone because how's he got there? Well, I don't know if he's left physically, but he's Signed. broken his contract or whatever. Yeah. Well, he should have. Oh, yeah, mm. oh, the fine guy Nukus. They split up. Yeah, they also. Oh yeah, yes, that's uh, another one. Uh, the Jacobsons. They split up. Well, Jacob, the other one's not even in his He's in uh, Japan now. The Mackenzies uh, are split up. Yeah, but again, Stati's like also just not in not in Super Rugby anymore. Yeah, but Stati, I, I kind of feel with the McKenzie's, Damien's actually both twins. <laughs> so it's like it's the it's the prestige. <laughs> yeah. like he, only, he only has energy to be good for one game, so he shows no. up all like weak and fast. No, but it's, it's, it's like it's the like the prestige. But the one twin did everything, and there just was another twin basically. <laughs> There just happened to be a second person around. <laughs> hey, that guy looks a lot like this guy. Yeah, but that's not the magic trick. It's okay. Don't look there. Pay no attention to the man in the yellow jersey. So basically, it's the prestige when when uh, Hugh Jackman's character gets that drunk guy to play him. Yeah, pretty much. It's no, but there's, there's not so a drunk it's... guy. It's the prestige and the one magician's actually doing magic. And then the other guy's just the magician's twin. So we all know, we all know that Batman has a shit twin the entire movie. And it's not a plot revelation. (laughs) 
I enjoyed this. I woke up at 5.30 in the morning to watch it, and it was totally... Yeah, well, totally this, this was the game Squid was trying to snort, so... Uh, it was it was so snortable. I, so, like I said, I woke up at 5.30, which is, as you know, been ill-advised when you have a baby. If the baby hasn't got you up at 5.30, you don't get up at 5.30. Um, and my wife told me as much, but then, and I, at the time, I was like, oh, it was so worth it. This game is so fucking good. Uh, let me tell you, last night when my baby woke up four times between bedtime and midnight, I had a, a very different attitude. <laughs> uh, I still don't regret it, though. It was such a good game. Mm, fair. Did yeah. you guys watch it live, or did you... I watched this one. I, w- I only caught highlights of this one myself, but it, oh, I enjoyed I the bits that one. I saw. I watched this one live. We are actually, me and Matt were discussing how we like a, a left foot amputee and a right foot amputee with the same shoe size. When I, I missed the first game and he missed the second game, so between us we are functioning human sort of. We've, we're functioning host of a rugby podcast. There were only two yeah. games to watch all weekend, and we managed to miss half of them. <laughs> yeah, well, well that goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought I thought it was really good. I mean, um, like obviously the headline was Burton Barrett returning, but um, I felt like he was kind of overshadowed. My favorite moment yeah. of the whole game was was when uh, Dan Cole scored his try, which was an amazing try. And they like yeah. captured Bowden Barrett. And yeah, they like they all like went way out of their way to like suck him into the the celebration. And I think it was Blackwell who was giving him like a little a little noogie. Yeah. And like he was he was such a good sport about it. Like he he just reacted the perfect way. Just did you see? It. There's another because he knew they were gonna win. There's another gift somewhere of. In, in in the running play where I think it's calls to being classic calls like sort of nudges Bowden while they're running and then Bowden like mm-hmm. goes out of his way to run after calls and like push yeah. him from behind like with both hands yeah I saw that I mean it was like it was it was good banter or whatever but actually pretty um pretty malicious pretty, that one <laughs> pretty grubby yeah that one was very like, malicious like of all yeah the rest was like yeah, oh it's cute also, like, like honestly in the last sort of year like i used to just think dan cole's good rugby player appears mm. on the wing sometimes that was you know my vision but now i'm like dan cole dirty fucker bit of a guy yeah, he too. is a fucking dude uh, yeah. yeah he really is mm. but um yeah. yeah like he scored a good try though can't take that away from him no appeared on the wing to score a good try no but he he did he did what i, I wouldn't no, Most definitely. Like, would have struggled in that situation. No, definitely, because be I mean, they smashed into him like a good <coughs> meter or two out. Still, he had to make up a meter mm. before. Yeah. before like he rode, he rode the hit. He, he did well. It was a good yeah. finish as well. No, I, hope, I hope Wes Christen was taking notes because he played like shit. Yeah. Ah, you, you mean my reserve, my reserve outside <laughs> back, Wes? Wes Christen. Yes, that's who, exactly who I mean. Who, who at least outperformed Nehe Milnaskada this weekend somehow? When when did you when did you pick him up, Matt? I picked him up on Friday. But then he was on, he was on your bench. Yeah, so because I've got it, I had some. I picked him up because I've got. I had Matt Skidder was making and... like luxury trades. Matt was like trading for Mwanga and shit. I just felt he was like taunting me. Because I had Nareki okay. and Skidder both on my, as my outside backs. So going okay. into the Highlander buy with two outside back with two Highlander outside backs, I was like, is not. Mm. I may as well just ditch one now. And I don't think. I would have had to ditch Milnaskada <laughs> this week and I would have lost money on him ditching him this week rather than Friday. Okay. Was my reasoning. Yeah, it, was, 
it was a bit of a luxury. You had the luxury of doing it. So yeah, I had the luxury because yeah, I only had like two non-starters in my squad in my fifteen, which I covered no, those holes. Did. Actually, no, I still went into it with Aaron Cruden as my starting fly half. This classic math. Have the option to start with fifteen and <laughs> not to. Very on brand. No, but, but um, I did yeah, cho- so... Ben, I did choose two starting locks, which I, th- I think <laughs> I didn't do for like six weeks straight in the draft league. Uh, oh, that's, you know, that's more than Adam on... could muster up. Yeah. Well, actually, Adam's doing quite well because I forgot that Adam's actually very good at salary league. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm not quite sure why we we actually doing a salary league. Uh, uh, I, I seem to recall you, ins- you insisted on it. <laughs> yeah, because I bullied you guys into it. You I, did. It's, in- it's, an interesting, it's an interesting different sort of mental gymnastics. Oh, but but this is because it's obviously it's, it's like a sort of a hybrid league sort of this because you get because it is quite actually interactive in a way because of all the it's a it's um, it's a very volatile market I'll give it that it's yeah I like it I feel like I've done quite well at riding it so far uh, what's the time it trades are in I'm pro uh, okay uh, I just picked up Adi Savia. Okay. Congrats. Congrats. Cancel fade swap Frizzell out Audi in. I was gonna go for Audi, but I decided Audi has time in the sun, so I went Papa Lee. Cause that's ah. I figure. I, <laughs> no, I, I figure I've got to get back on brand. Oh, going for those blues. What's your brand, Ben? Blues. Fuck, fucking no! It's like I just do what I want, and without like considering <laughs> with, without considering the consequences. Like, and oh, I feel I feel picking up Papa Lee. When Ardi Sevilla's at like bottom, like at his price is basically bottom, is a bad move. I that is quite a bad move. It is yeah. a very bold move. <laughs> but um, speaking of, uh, so Papali came on pretty early mm. for um, for Blake Gibson. I, I actually still don't know Let's if see, Gibson yo, is, is Gibson injured or. Let I, me I, I, I don't know look. if he was injured or if they just took him off because he wasn't playing very well. New injuries. He'd given away four, pen- four penalties in 30 After minutes. He's on um, on casualty ward, they say. He just he's not sure. No, they, they just say no, not they sure. Said, they say they don't know. Yeah, yeah, he came off, but they don't know why. And yeah. then they, uh, they've they also listed Damien Fitzpatrick as a new injury. Oh, retirement being an injury. Retirement being an injury. Yeah, I actually saw that Damien Fitzpatrick retired, and uh, they also have Henry Spacey. Released from contract, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's... Should we do... Um, Super Brew. I don't have an account set up for this one yet, though. Yeah, we actually... We forgot to... Did, did we sit? Did we go? Did we do week one? No, we didn't do week one. Uh, I messaged Adam, Adam about it, and he sent me his picks. That's okay. Like, that's, <laughs> that's that exactly, wasn't really what I was That's exactly for. what you are. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's um, the worst. Yeah. Fuck, I, I appreciate I appreciate him and his inability to do do to comprehension. <laughs> um, but we haven't finished discussing this game, have we? Have we? Oh, sorry, yeah. What, what else? Do we, yeah, I, don't, I, I feel like we haven't done it justice. Like we we didn't really talk about it much at all. Um, so I think first of all, Otero Black was was really really good. Yes. Um, From what I saw so in I the highlights, he, he did do well. Yeah. Is he? Is um, it, did he do well enough to de- keep? Their water boy from getting onto the field. I think so. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd I'd say I'd, so. I'd, like the more the more sort of I see 
what Clark is up to. Like, I don't think, I think he's like a worst case scenario kind of he'll play. But yeah. I, I don't think he's there to play. I think he's like, a, he's a mentor. Yeah, I think so too. Like, I think he's he's like a coach, like a player coach kind of thing. Yeah. Coach Carter. Uh, I think they'll play him, <laughs> yeah. They'll play him off the bench um, as, you know, as cover for for Black and, and Barrett, but I don't think they'll actually start him unless Black gets injured. Black was really, really good. Yeah. Um, oh. But then also, okay, so Caleb Clark was amazing on the left wing. Mark Tillet, fantastic. Rico only looked really good at 13, I thought. Um, like he just he was finding a lot of space yeah. to work Yo, with. Like, which... I think I think they find because sometimes he, I thought sometimes when he was playing thirteen, he played too much like a, you know, in his head I think he was too much like I'm a center, I'm a center, I'm a center. Mm. He ran like infield a lot, like he was running a lot of sort of kind of crash ball without really looking. But I felt he was playing, he was looking for space like a wing, but he was still playing thirteen. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that like I was I was impressed with it. Yeah, I know same. But um, the forwards I thought were were okay. The lineouts were really bad for the Hurricanes. Um, so I think that was like a big area where they went wrong was at the set piece. Um, and I mean Hoskins the two two just leading the way for for the. Uh, like he's he's an all black at this point, huh? Well, basically, because mm. who else do they have? Yeah. You know? So. Well, yeah, well, well no, well, presumably with Sam Kane as captain, they're thinking about playing Audi there. Yeah. I don't I know. I, I feel like they might play. I feel like they might play Audi at seven. Well, I've been at blindside. Because they don't yeah. have. Like, there's no Jerome Kano kind of blindside going with, for them at the moment well, anyway. Where's, where's Liam Squire? Um, he remember they they wanted to call him up last year and then he he withdrew like he, he, he said he didn't not. feel like he was ready. Yeah, so isn't he maybe still resting and recuperating? I don't know. It's a bit of a bit of a mystery there. Uh, but yeah. I don't feel like they've got any front runners. Like Via Fafita was he was on the bench for the Hurricanes and then got withdrawn. But like he wasn't even starting for the Canes. They were playing oh. I think Reed Princep there. So, like, none of the teams... I mean, I, I like the look of Tom Sanders and Cullen Grace coming up for the yeah, Sanders, but neither of them are at a position where they could yeah. be better than Adi. So, I, yeah, I really think that they're going to play Adi at seven, Sam Kane... Well, so, I don't know, get confused. Sam Kane open side, Adi severe blind side, Hoskins two to eight. Like, that's a fucking scary list, Joe. That's Vulnerable at the breakdown. Actually, Audi's pretty. No, but Audi's it's vulnerable at the uh, uh, the attacking breakdown. Mm. Yeah, because also New Zealand don't have big bulldozers. They don't have like South African locks to clean your ball. No, well they've got Barrett, and that's about it. Mm. Yeah, but even Barrett's sort of he's, you know, he's he's a bit looser than say, um, Lou Diago or something. Yeah. It's just 20 minutes yeah. of rugby loot, Diogo, you're discussing. <laughs> yeah, it's 20 minutes. Shots fired from Andre. <laughs> that was yeah. such a good exchange. But, um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I think the, the Blues are looking really good. Uh, I was pretty stoked with their win as a, as a Blues, uh, fan. As Blues fan. He doesn't change sides. 
Also died in the wolves oh, yeah. fan. I, well, actually, I, I was still a blues fan at that point. I had it officially changed, so I did, so I was going oh. to as a former blues. Fan. So when did who, you change? Who are, the, who, are the, who are the blues playing this week? Um, aren't they playing the Saders? I don't know. I don't so Ben, have you have you jumped ship just after the blues beat the Canes, just before they lose to the Saders? Wait, wait, oh, wait, wait. That, is that what's happened here? Wait, 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 wait. This because you know the Highlanders can't lose this week. The Highlanders undefeated. <laughs> uh, no, no, Hurricanes Crusaders. Blues Chiefs. Oh, okay. Uh, ben, the Blues are going to walk this one. Uh, I don't know. Like, the are you sure you don't want to change back? Are you sure? Ben, look, I'm backing the Chiefs. They, they fucked. The Blues have got this uh, one. Matt, Matt, Matt supports the Chiefs, so yeah. You forget the, how powerful a talisman I am for the other teams. <laughs> yeah, Matt had single-handedly got the Kings relegated from Super Rugby. So. And the Sunwolves. And, and, the, sun, and the Sunwolves and, relegated. And we, look, at this point, we're not sure if the Jaguars are coming back even. Eh? That's true. Yeah, true. Like, kiss of death. Yeah. Oh, you want, you want to end a franchise. Want if you want, you want a franchise. <laughs> That's your guy. If you want to franchise, oh, just ask me. Dear Rugby Australia, just ask me to support SA Rugby for a change. <laughs> just in general, the concept of South African rugby. Anyway, so yeah, good. Nice first win for the Blues. Pretty happy with that. The Canes, yeah, I don't know. They It feels like they're in a bit of a like a rebuilding phase now that they've lost Bowden and Adi, obviously. Adi and Geordie both sort of not fully fit for this game I don't know we'll see I don't have high hopes for them like I think there was a really big mistake for them to let Otero Black go um, obviously they didn't know that Bowden was going to leave but they could really use him right now because he's definitely better than Fletcher Smith and Garden Bash up in my opinion well Fletcher Smith fucking Perinara had to step in and play fucking fly half basically yeah exactly like they didn't even want to like have a proper bench and what did you have sure, I, I do remember that was one of the commentary. Uh, Bashop's first kick of the game. They're like, yeah, it's only his second kick of the season. Yeah. <laughs> Which has you worrying because there were seven games up until this point. Yeah. No, like they just don't seem to know what to do with that position. Um, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, I'm happy with that. Um, do you guys want to do... What do you guys want to do? We've we kind of run out of time, haven't we? Yeah, I think we have run out of time. Do you guys so, want to do the, the quiz? Yes, let's do the quiz. We, we did discuss okay. the quiz. I was hoping it was one of these things where your teacher promises you a quiz on Tuesday, but then forgets about it. So this quiz was posted on Ultimate Rugby, and it is a quiz of the first round of Super Rugby Aotearoa. Um, so the questions, the questions are basically how well do you remember what, what happened in round one? Which is going to be a struggle for you guys because you only watched one game each. No, no Ben, we've got this. We've got this. But if you, yeah, if, you, if, you share, if you share a pair of boots, then you'll be okay. Okay. Question one. Who scored the first points of Super Rugby Aotearoa? Mitch Hunt. Correct. Question number two. Damien McKenzie was the top scorer from round one. How many points did he score against the Highlanders? Oh, it is multiple choice. He, he kicked a drop goal. He did at least two penalties. Then, then he kicked a conversion. How many do penalties? Want, do you want the options? Those? Yeah, what are the options? It's 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 
It must be 17. I think it's 17, yeah. Correct. Well done, boys. Uh, question number three. How many yellow cards were dished out in the opening round of games? There were two in the first game. Zero and four. Oh, what zero? Thank you, Alex. There were two. No, I said it's between zero and four. Those are the options. Yeah. So, oh, Ben, oh, how, many, how, many how many cards were in? How many? Yeah. How many? How many? How many were in the second game, Ben? This is on you. There were none. There were none. So it's two. Yeah. Two is the correct answer. You guys are a good team. Team uh, question <laughs> number four. Team of amputees. <laughs> question number four. How many tries were scored in the opening round of Super Rugby Aotearoa? Uh, Five, seven, nine, eleven, thirteen. Uh, okay, so I think the first game here. The Chiefs scored two. The Highlanders scored two as well. Did they score I think, three? I think they scored two because I don't think they scored more penalties. I think it's two, two. So I think it's four. Okay, so that's four. Then the Blues scored four, did they? Did they score three? No, they scored three. Is, is 10 an option? 10 is not an option. You what have to one up, one up or one down. <laughs> okay, I think let's go 11. Let's it's go 11. They're, yeah, they're aggressive. 11 is the correct answer. Well, yeah. I, I must probably I were, miss... I think I missed a yeah. Highlanders one. You were forgetting one of the Highlanders. The Highlanders had uh, Ash Dixon... Uh, Dixon? Ty, not, not Ty, what's his name? Sia Tompkinson. Yes, that's the one I missed, yes. And then Michaela Tu. Yeah, I remember two okay, is one. Because yeah. two oh, is oh, one happened. Like, my, my, my new team, and I'm really forgetting about what they tried. Because, <laughs> yeah, the two one was hilarious. Because that's one like where Adam's like, oh, two who's having a good game. Bonk. Scored a try. <laughs> Question five. How many drop goal attempts were there in the opening round? Well, there were two drop goals. And Barrett had, least, a, Barrett had a drop goal attempt. Like, were, were there drop goal attempts before... Um, I'm trying McKenzie to think. I think there and, may have been. And, I think there may have been one missed one. In the first game, I know Barrett missed one, huh? I'm trying to think. I think there was one in. No, let's go three. Let's go three. Are you sure, Matt? What are the options? Two, three, four, five, six. Oh fuck. <laughs> okay, it's not, it's not two. Yeah, so it's three or four, I think. I'm the only answer. I'm leaning towards four, Matt. Okay, let's go four. Oh, you gotta be you gotta be careful of an amputee he leans, eh? Oh fuck. <laughs> Correct answer was three. David uh, McKenzie and Brent Gatland and then Burden Barrett's missed attempt. I wasn't sure so if Mc... I wasn't sure if there was you, one. You should, that you was should apply the, the same logic you did with the number of tries, where you're like it's New Zealand, so let's just add one. But then let's subtract one, yeah. yeah exactly. Subtract one. Oh shit. Question number six. Bowden Barrett made a Super Rugby debut for the Blues against his former team. Which other former Hurricane also made his Blues debut? This week? Yeah, this week. I'm not going to give you the options because it's too, it's too easy then. So it's a Hurricane, a former Hurricane who played for the Blues this weekend for the first time. It must have been uh, Finlay Christie. That is correct. Mm. Question number seven. The other options were like Hoskins to Tutu, Caleb Clark, like just guys who oh, never... Rico <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Leon McDonald. Um, all right, question seven. Which team had the worst lineout success percentage in the opening round of the competition? Well, you mentioned it, the Canes. Do you want to hear the options? The well, Canes, four, the Chiefs, <laughs> the Islander. Please tell me the Crusaders are in there as like a. <laughs> no. They well, didn't win a sing. They didn't run a single lineout this well, week. 
it is the it is the Canes. Yeah, the Hurricanes yeah. at seventy four percent success. The Chiefs seventy eight. The Blues eighty six, and the Highlanders one hundred percent. You go, Ben. Your new team is clinical. Clinical. At the um, oh, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> question eight: Who scored the first try of the competition? Uh, Ash Dixon. Yeah, that is correct. Question number nine. New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern revealed which side she supports ahead of the return of rugby. Which Super Rugby Aotearoa side is it? I don't know. Oh, well, do we know where she's from, Matt? No, but she wasn't at the she wasn't at the Chiefs Highlanders game. They had some other minister of sport or something declare himself a Highlanders fan. Yeah, and blue blue seems too obvious. So I'm guessing she's a Canes fan or a Saders fan. So, but no, that's too obvious as well. So the capital city is Kane's territory. Okay, Kane's then. Yeah, that makes sense. Where she lives, I guess. St. Kane's. Yeah. Yeah. Incorrect. Oh. Chiefs. Chiefs. She's a Chiefs oh. fan. She's born oh, in Hamilton. Yeah. She went to the University of Waikato. I'm sure she necked a few beers there in the zoo at some point. Oh, wait, that's, that's Highlanders. Sorry, I got confused. <laughs> I am still still would have necked a few beers at the zoo, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah, it's like I a rite of passage for everyone. Like, yeah, she can still yeah, like she went to, the, went to the University of Waikato. Okay. And there was a photo. She put a photo up of herself on social media in the new pink jersey that they played in. Did you guys uh, talk about that? No, we didn't, no. actually. The, well, fuck, yeah. fuck, guys, guys, guys. Huge news in the league. I think Mitch just put in an illegal trade. Ooh. Oh, did it, does it? Does his total break oh, out? Oh, he, oh, he's he's run out of money. Oh, oh Mitch. So what Mitch, happens Mitch, then? Mitch, what Mitch. do we decide? You roll out, you roll back all the trades. Eh? None of those trades happen. If it's a bundle trade. No, 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 no. I, I don't. What did I? No, no. Okay, no. This is just a calculation sheet. Okay, he might not have run out of money. Don't. Oh, worry. you just answered him on on air in the pod. Oh. No, no, no. But I, I altered myself for shit sheet management. <laughs> You added ant yeah, for, a bad, for a bad spreadsheet. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I made this one. This is like my like working spreadsheet. And then oh. I just copy everything. Across. Oh, the back of house where the sausage gets made. It must be so messy. Yeah. Um, that's, that's okay, last good. question. Who started at number eight for the Blues? Oh, Hoskins. <laughs> that's like, that was the stupidest question. Of well, life. why did they just throw us that? Like, that's just know. like... What were the options like, there, out of curiosity? Uh... It was Akira Aoni, Dalton Papali, Marina Mikhail Tu'u. I don't know why. I was about to say, oh, at, least they're, at least they're all Blues players. Yeah, well, and no, then Tom least, Robinson. Well, at least they, it was all Blues oh, players wow. and another number eight. Yeah. Well, you guys did pretty well. You got eight out of ten. Oh, that's yeah. not bad. Well, that's for two bad. of us. So we, we got four each, man. Four each. I'm, I'm happy with that. No, 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 I'm sorry, because I, I, I actually talked you out of that drop goal thing. So, Matt, you can say you got nine. But to be fair, you, you talked him into the try scoring. Yeah, you talked talked me into the try, so I think we we even. Much oh, like yeah. the 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 uh, hypothetical amputees, you guys balanced each other quite well. Yeah. Yeah. This metaphor's really carried itself. Yeah, we got like un, 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 unlike the amputees, un, un, this un, metaphor's got legs. <laughs> 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 oh, well, we don't know. You know, some amputees have lost an arm, in all fairness. That's true. But not in our case, because we're talking about... Yeah, anyway. we're talking specifically uh, about... I think, yeah, we're yeah. talking about leg amputees. Yeah, I think appropriately this metaphor has not taken us as, as far as it can. Yeah, yeah I so think. I think we should yeah. probably wrap up and thank everyone for listening this far. 
and probably probably apologize. Apologize, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll release. <laughs> we'll release. Uh, we'll release a statement at some point about our ableist opinions and jokes. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we, when the inevitable uh, social media backlash comes in. Yeah. from all six fans it's gonna be huge guys it's gonna be huge yeah. i'll be quite impressed what, what do you what do you think they're like actually no let's, let's not even let's not tempt fate let's not tempt fate let's not tempt yeah. fate. <laughs> it's about to start a whole nother podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the more i do this podcast the more i realize my podcasting strengths perhaps don't lie in a rugby podcast no, but I think anyone knows rugby is just a gateway banter topic. Yeah, that's, you know, it's, 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 it's the only topic. reason that gets like, us like here. like marriage or wanna. Exactly. So but, what uh, anyway, I've, I've got to go cook dinner, guys. Yeah, I've got to go find dinner for myself as well. So let's say goodbye, and thank you for listening. And should we just for old time's sake find us on Facebook, Twitter, follow us. Alex did really well with a helpful guide on what super uh, super rugby our oh fuck. Aotearoa to, to follow and I think at the drop of the hat he will repost it for you if you need him to so maybe just I'm so keen. Yeah. Uh, like uh, and I've seen it like unnecessarily pop up and I'm, and we, I'm, we, I'm might, we might post some uh, we might post some numbers from our salary cap league as well just so people can kind of see what's happening there yeah that could be interesting on our on our thing uh, that'd be fun yeah, you so if you are interested so if you are interested, find us on the social media things. And yeah, thanks.